Welcome back to ZCV Y podcast and today we're talking about parent and child relationships in Zambia. This topic is very hot. Make sure you listen up to the end. Hello, my name is Kate Muhango. Um a student in my final year doing clinical medicine at Levi Monasa Medical University. Pertaining to the topic at hand, which is parent and child relationship in Zambia. I'd like to say, first of all, that the dynamics have changed in the past few years. So we'll start with previously, we'd say the 90s children going these ends, 80s, 70s, we were never that free with our parents. Only a few would say, no, my mom and I are best friends and the like. But for most of us, it was just... You only talk to your parents when you really need to, and it should be something big or important. Like, you only talk to them to say you need school fees, you need a new pair of shoes, and the like. And not so much of conversation, like sitting, chatting. Unless when you grow a little bit older, in your late 20s, or when you've come, you've become like, you're married or something like that, then you'd see slight change and you're able to talk with your parents and elderly people but i'd say that must have been because of tradition in the past it was quite disrespectful to sit around and chat with grown-ups and the like so i'd say that's that but then now i see a change really i do like with these younger parents these who are in their 40s 30s they raise their children in such a way that they're free to talk to them that's most cases not entirely though they're free to talk to them they can talk about nearly anything but mostly not about things to do with love which i think is something we need to work on because honestly people would really avoid a lot of heartbreaks if they just spoke with their parents a little bit about these things but anyway let me not dwell so much on that (laughs) so yeah generally speaking now things have changed i see parents getting more involved with their children parents being more supportive of their children's ambitions and whatnot because in the past what would happen is other than you just only talking to your parents to tell them what you need and whatnot you'd also only have a conversation with them when they're telling you what you should become in life which was really really that's a horrible you don't tell someone what they should be you see <laughs> okay what what do you think is the main cause what causes uh you know that distance between parents and children like why don't we talk like we were supposed to like why can't we talk about certain things you see like what what are the causes of that you see and then there's what do you feel about the whole emo that's the the respect because you find that you can't say certain things to your parents because you feel as you I, I don't know if you've been in that situation where you wanted to say something would be like ah, you go like mm, see again, eh? you know school pass so is also respect a barrier all right so um, I think I mentioned a little bit of this in the first voice note concerning the reason why we're not open and free with our parents. And I had mentioned tradition, so I still think mainly it's about traditions and whatnot because you see in the past 
that sharing respect involved not holding conversations with elderly people and holding certain conversations only you know so i feel mostly it's just a tradition but also there's this dynamic of difference in generations so you find even in a situation where your parents are cool like that you can talk to them about anything but then there are certain issues you won't talk to them about because they just won't understand and then to turn into a lecture that you don't even want to hold like you might have had this conversation that was supposed to go smooth and light and easy but then they turn it into a lecture sometimes they get upset even like they just start shouting at you and it's like what no <laughs> you know and sometimes maybe you just wanted advice from them but then they, they just come out very differently <laughs> respect i.e ulem <laughs> yeah i think that's yes it really is it's a barrier it's important but it does act as a barrier to some extent um in as much as i strongly advise that parents and their children should be free enough to talk about sensitive topics in the family and the like i still believe that there needs to be that sense of respect you know but the respect that we have i don't know if i should say as zambians or as africans that traditional respect it's just beyond like the way you said you can't hug yeah i i do hug my mom but i don't hug my dad because feel them <laughs> it's just too much and i feel like you know because you can't i don't know how to put this you're just not that free with these people and that just causes that barrier like you can't open up about certain issues and even so in as much as i'm saying i do hug my mom it's only now that I've become an adult, a complete adult, that I'm able to actually sit down and tell her, okay, look, mom, how did you manage to do this and that when you were my age and the like? But in the past, it was just a no-go area. And I feel like I would have avoided certain bad decisions had I been able to just feel free enough to talk to my mom, you know. But then I just felt like, eh, talking to mom about boys isn't that disrespectful though <laughs> you know and then not so long ago i'll just give you like a little personal detail here um the past few months i'd say i've spent more time with handed and all so there was a time was sitting chilling cooking and the like and then she just told me a story about like a time when her and dad we're not in good terms yeah and you know she just explained this thing she, she just gave me a vivid picture of how things went down and i was like wow you see that they had that misunderstanding and she stayed and they worked it out and now they are doing great <laughs> yeah so that was just like a personal insight on how much this olem thing plays a role in being in creating a barrier in the bonding process but then again like i had said respect is important because you find some families very rare though 
um, you just find children are disrespectful. They talk to their parents like they are their peers, and even in correcting them, they just sound so rude. They make their parents look dumb, and they're like, "That's not right as well." But I would really love to have like this thing where it's a respectful arrangement, but children are free to even correct their parents in a polite manner, and they're like. Who can define what a relationship is? Or maybe Rosa, you can go first. But like before, we... I'll really just Google it now because I don't know how to define a relationship just by itself. No. But um, according to Google, it says a relationship is the way in which two or more concepts, objects, or people are connected, or the state of being connected, basically. So I guess a connection between two people in this case um, is a relationship. Okay. That makes very much sense. Um, so now you can just introduce yourself, Rosa, to the world, to the people. <laughs> the world. Hi guys, my name is Rosa. Um, what am I supposed to say? Um, I just graduated university. Hopefully, gonna start working soon. Um, I'm currently in the US. I've been here for like three to four years now. And yeah, I'm Zambian, probably Zambian. So yeah. And I'm happy to be here and to meet everyone here. Okay, thank you very much. We are also happy to hear from you as Zambian My Country Voices of the Youth, seeing that you are a Zambian, but then like you are very far. So we are grateful that you are able to mm-hmm. take part in our show. So um, this is a topic, and then like most people have been saying that the relationship is very, very bad here in Zambia. You know, like how children relate to their parents, like it's really bad. Like that's what the majority are saying. Maybe in other cases, it's different, but uh, the majority are saying it's bad. So, what what do you feel about that? Like, okay, you maybe what can you? Maybe you've got a different view. Maybe for you it can be different. You're saying, um, for me it's it's okay. The relationship is okay. So yeah, let's start from there. Like, what do you feel about the relationship that's there in Zambia? Um, in general or me? Yeah, yeah, no, no, in general, first in general. I mean, in general, right? Yeah. Anybody can go, guys. Um, Kathy, Kathy, are you around? Cecilia Banda. Okay, Cecilia. I'm here, guys. I don't know. Hey, Cecilia. Okay, I can, I can kind of go. Mm. Um, if you guys don't mind So I think like the first time I ever encountered like Parents from other I guess like countries Or like to the extreme of like other races When I came across like African parents Or like um, I mean white parents I could tell like a difference In how they kind of like related With their, their children And I think we can also see it in like movies And stuff like it's kind of different Like how Europeans or like quote-unquote white people parent their children compared to like Africans or like Zambians in this case and like for example something as as easy as like sleepovers like you know um, kids wanting to go to like stay at their their friends houses for a night or something it's something that's like normal or like common in like let's say American homes or like white people homes whereas like 
Zambian family is like, oh, but you you don't want to sleep here. Why, why don't you want to sleep here? What's wrong with your home? Or you cannot go here and there. So something as simple as that, I could I was able to tell the difference in like you know, parenting um, mannerism or like ways in which people parent in different cultures. So yeah, like. I wouldn't say it's necessarily bad. Well, I mean, to some degree, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like I'm just gonna leave it there. So yeah, that's an example I was I was I was gonna bring up. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much. There's something I've been seeing or noticing in our. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the culture. I don't know. But like, okay, like the majority have said. Or maybe like you have said, like it's it's mm-hmm. it's it's different. Yeah, maybe others they can relate properly, and then like others can't. But then mm-hmm. I don't really know what's really going on. Like why it's hard for parents to communicate with their children you get because like what's common, you find that right. the only thing that they that that they'll say is they'll shout. Okay, like um, mm-hmm. someone gave me an example saying like for me in my case. Whenever my parents come home, the first thing they'll say is if I did the dishes or any mess that they'll see. After that, then that's all. Like that's the only thing they talk about. They'll shout at you. After shouting at you, then it's done. And then like that, okay, that's that's not good because mm-hmm. let's say Rose, I'm your parent, huh? and then like I shout at you, mm-hmm. and after I shout at you, can you even greet me? Mm-mm. Like you can't even I say. Come home, I have anxiety. <laughs> you get. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that like that's the pressure. Catherine, I don't know if you are you're back now, you can hear us. But then like yeah, you can say something mm-hmm. also if you're back. Yeah, I think if I'm not mistaken, I think you guys are talking about communication, right? Yeah. Like the type of communication that um Zambian parents have with their kids and I hundred percent say it's really, really bad and I relate this to myself with my parents. It and everything like that. We have, um, I wouldn't say a bad relationship, but I think we have really bad communication. I was saying, like, it's, it's, it's even hard for you to even, like, engage in anything else because, like, once they come, they have to shout at you. Oh, she's back. Oh, we hope that you join us. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure she'll be back. So, like, that's, that's the thing you get. So, I don't know why it's like that. Mm-hmm. I I think um, the um, like if we to look into the situation of the kids, right? Probably like culture and like how their parents also raised them. So it's like this domino effect, right? Like it's generation of generation of things being done that way. Like even if. If we were to ask our parents how they were raised, they would tell you, oh, that's what my mom did as well. Mm. That's what they know to be true. That is what is, that's how, that's what it means to raise a child correctly in their own eyes, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why kind of like understanding where they come from is really important. Like to understand that that's how they were raised and that's, that's how they know best to raise um children or their children right Mm -hmm. but at the same time it's not right it doesn't justify (laughs) that that is back (laughs) i'm sorry my network is tripping there but yeah yes Catherine, you are saying so i was talking about communication and uh 
how bad it is like as you said when they come back home or anything like that it's always shouting and never get to communicate on that mother daughter or father uh, daughter sort of bond and that's what's very very important because in the end you fear and not because you want to but because there's something that's forcing you to like do it and you end up obeying like not because you want to but because you're being forced to do it and uh there's this one thing that i really feel is an issue when it comes to fear and respect it's like zambian parents feel like being feared is being respected which is this uh, really really yeah yeah it's wrong and there's it doesn't even help the relationship with your parents grow because it just destroys everything altogether number one you want your kid to like be so scared of you and you feel like that's respecting you but in the end you don't even have that connection or relationship with your parents which is like very important right that's so true um mm-hmm. i grew up as an only child for like 19 years of my life and so oh yeah so apart from just being like like a like understanding what it means to be a child in an african home being a being an only child there's like extra pressure on you because you cannot mess up you're the only person that's going to take care of your parents so it's like there's no other way so like the pressure was probably even times too and the thing is our parents are nice people like there's no doubt about that right like they're nice people and that's what i was saying before i think it's more so culture than the, like their personalities themselves it's how they know best to raise kids it's what they've seen their parents do it's what they've seen their grandparents do it's like the cause and it's like this domino effect and so i think if we were to change things it has to have like a conversation <laughs> uh oh i mean we are the only person people that can change for our future kids but doesn't it doesn't hurt to start a conversation because one thing i'm passionate about though is like mental health right yeah. like um and like just how important it is for us as human beings to take care of our mental state and if like bringing the same topic like this say in our homes like that's something that's never talked about it's like you cannot go through mental stuff like somehow you have to be fine like, as long as we pray for you and trust me like i love prayer i think we need to pray but like there's a reason why we have psychologists or therapists the reason why we need to have conversations around like mental health so that's another thing that's like you find like young people you know like going through mental stuff they can't even open up open up to their parents because number one like you said Kathy that fear that is like um like that's like kind of like we like that that, that grows in us mm-hmm. like oh you know you have to have this like boundary that's your parent that's you so that kind of like inhibits a proper convo about like mental health if someone's going through some mental stuff they cannot open up because probably like um, just of course a child you know just be strong like mm. you cannot that's just like white people stuff what do you read you are like you have anxiety <laughs> that doesn't exist in an african home like nah just go through the dishes <laughs> your friends are going through worse you know type of thing so, yeah 
So is it safe to say it's um, it's because of the culture that's that's here in Zambia? Because like it's not really just about talking to them and like them talking to us. Because you find like even simple things like hugging, you know, like we can't go there. At all. Like you can't hug your body, you can't hug you can't hug your dad. It's get. weird. Like Sudim, I don't know if it's Sudim, but like it just doesn't make sense. So what would you say about? It's like an awkward thing. <laughs> The only time the hug is when they haven't seen you in forever. Even that hug is awkward. It's so awkward. Like, even if you <laughs> something, you're like, Ish, what's happening here? Like, you know, when I'm alive, I'm going to do Hey, so, so why? <laughs> what would you say about that? Like, even the hug. So maybe it's just <laughs> the couch. But it's like, oh, oh, Cecilia is back. Auntie, Cecilia Banda. <laughs> Can you hear us? Her mic is on. Yeah. Maybe if yeah. is there any ex like do you have experiences you guys like maybe you've tried to hug your like, at least if you're a girl then it it can be a bit normal for you to hug your mom you get like but hugging your dad <laughs> like do you have not pick it up or anything like so that. So side hug, side hug be fast like five seconds you're out. Mm, but like you've done that before. <laughs> yeah, that's just after I travel, but and up like this you know and we're here we're here and raising you and it's because this is how we were raised they really refer back to how they are raised so it has something to do with that but yeah i think we have the power to change how we're going to raise our children oh yeah not that we, we really do and what we've seen and what we don't want is what we won't pick <laughs> yeah Mm-hmm. Okay, I've stopped seeing your pictures, you guys. So I thought you had gone or something. Huh? Can you hear me? Yeah, okay. yeah, we're here. Okay, so Cecilia says where it's considered disrespectful to engage in physicality with our parents. So I don't know what we can say about that. Like she feels it's it's considered to be disrespectful. But why? Oh no, she said it. Um, I think it's the physical things surrounding our culture and stuff where it's considered disrespectful to engage in any physicality with our parents right like culture yeah um we have to get to the root of this yeah we have to we have to so maybe i'm thinking it's it's it's, it's how maybe people are being brought up a long time ago you know like um yeah like our culture is very it's broad we have like mannerisms mm-hmm. uh, as well right like how you greet elders when they come like uh, there's something like um how you carry yourself out how like you wear a chitenge when you're in the house mm-hmm. that's like for typical typical traditional homes right so i think it all goes down to like just modesty i guess so um i would like maybe in like a daughter father relationship mm-hmm. maybe to avoid any like um making the mostly it's the man this like uncomfortable so you try by all means to like just stay away kind of thing i don't know mm-hmm. maybe maybe not you know i think that's why because i mean what else would be the reason i guess it's just like keeping that distance and avoiding any like weird situation like it's even if it's like a father and daughter thing you know like stuff happens maybe that's, that's something to look at it like just to avoid any like sexual harassment or like any unwanted <laughs> or like just weird body you know yeah. messages or something maybe that's the reason because yeah. mm, exactly. I mean, it's just a hug 
Yeah, and like I've got something for you, Rosa, about just what you've said. But then, like, mm-hmm. uh, we've got another caller, Ethan. Uh, welcome, okay. welcome to ZCV TV. I hope you can hear us. Yes, so we're talking about parent and child relationship. You haven't missed much, eh? but then, like, uh, where you can join from is do you feel, um, you know, the relationship here in Zambia, you know, like with our parents is bad? Mm. Yeah, if that's if if that's the case mm. for you also, then what's causing you know that <laughs> that bad relationship? Like, do you have any examples that you can give us? For example, that you faced, you know, saying ah, okay, but this is not nice. This is not making sense. You get. Um, I think saying here in Zambia is a very big generalization because I've met, I have, I have a couple of friends that have really really good relationships with their parents and like. You know, um, to an extent where you'd look and you'd be like, what are my parents doing, Kanshi? Because yeah? mm. <laughs> then you, you see these people have like a, a genuine relationship with their parents yeah. and then you feel like you, you don't have that with your parents and you know, mm-hmm. makes me question why. Exactly. But then, you know, lately I've been having like uh, related conversations and like, luckily, I feel like I'm slowly drawing to a conclusion of why I feel like personally, uh, in my opinion, I didn't really get to build a strong bond with my parents. And um, speaking on my own behalf, I think the reason why, uh, to a degree, my relationship with my my parents didn't really work, because I would have found it work out, is because um, I haven't really had my parents around all the time, you know, mm. and like. I feel like I I was pushed into like boarding school at a very young age, mm-hmm. and like since then I've always like you know that thing where you have to like fend for yourself and you right. yeah you have to learn to live independently and all that stuff. You know, one more quick boarding school, the first degree they didn't really get to know me, and then I didn't really get to know them either, and so I didn't really find as much comfort in talking to them or being. Uh, as as open as as I would have wanted to be, these things has layers and stuff. But yeah, once you start to feel that someone is being absent in your place, that's how the distance goes on. I think that's how I grew apart from my parents, you know. And yeah. All right. All right. Yes, Rosa, question. <laughs> Which Jess are you still with us? Okay. So. Oh. oh. We also have a comment from um, from Asian. Okay, before, how do we define what a good relationship is? Even if it's, I, I, I do get that it might be subjective, like person to person, but at the same time, I think there's like standard values that we can, we all have in common mm-hmm. as like to what we define as a good relationship. For me, I think it all goes down to just like good conversation or like effective communication yeah you know like it's a two-way thing your parents speak you listen you speak and then they listen too and then i think also just honesty like just being honest because i feel like somehow like growing up in an african home we have to like like, relationships depending on what family you come from some parents it's like they don't want to hear that until i don't know like I don't know, just somehow to just come back home with a man or a woman, I don't know, and, and make sure it's a good one. But then, like, you don't even get to talk. Like, what, what do you think 
is like what are some ideal like um uh ideal characteristics you, you would think a good man is you know you talk about those things you just want you to come with back with a good man somehow somehow one day like i don't understand how that works so for me i would say effective communication respect and honesty are just like you know the foundation for an ideal or a good you know like parent children relationship just anywhere and i think that's how like other cultures have made it work with their children mm. like something happens to their child they're able to say yo mom i'm going through this like do you, do you know how you can help but in african home is like but <laughs> fix that stuff by yourself like there's no way you yeah. shouldn't even hear if you did that yeah keep it to yourself Ah, yeah. thank you very much, Rosa. Um, Cecilia, I can see you're still in the build. So I'm just going to read um, a comment from Sean, who is Emmanuel. Thank you very much, Emmanuel, for joining us and being part of this show. Uh, so he says, it's a two-way thing, but most of the time it's us youth who are in most of the time, you know, what I can say, a wrong shoe. But most of the time we want to involve them and try to get the conversation when things are out of hand. I believe the guidelines would mm. be found in the Bible. Children obey your parents, of which mm. in this generation, us as youths, we have that sense of we have seen it all and want to do things in our way. As a result, we have created that gap between us and our parents. Wow. Can I just avoid that comment? Yeah. Alright, so he says uh, we sort of create this thing for ourselves, mm-hmm. but then I feel like they don't give us the environment we need to speak out and open up to them. Yeah. So in the end, it's them, not us, because we are the kids. They have a responsibility to take care of us and raise us the way they want to. So then if we don't get the environment where you have to speak out, and tell them how you feel they don't give you that environment you just don't speak out at all so when things are out of your hands or you feel you can hold on anymore maybe you try or one or other you can't even know where to start because there is like nothing you know <laughs> you know what i mean yeah so that's how it is mm-hmm. so i think we need we need a more inviting environment like which they have to create and not ask but they want to be in charge of yeah but then you see that <laughs> i'd open up and they beat you afterwards then, <laughs> wow. emmanuel also says i don't know the, the first part was trying to i don't know if I, i'll get it correct but i i feel he was trying to say we want to talk to our parents when we are like when things are bad you get like what like when something is wrong that's when you want to talk to them and like when things are okay then yeah. it's like we don't care yeah. just do your own thing and then like he also says nowadays youths we feel like we know it all you get like mm. that's also the problem but then um looking at your situation it's, it's like you're trying to say we are in a competition with our parents you get like if you're saying we can't talk mm. to them and then we've created that gap it's like we are all fighting for who is who is the boss for example you get so even them now that's the result now they start shouting at us because it's like they're trying to instill fear in us saying we are the owners of the house we we are your parents you're supposed to listen to us no matter what and what you get mm-hmm. and if that's the case then <laughs> something is missing okay. yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah 
an example I will give um, <laughs> it's funny mm-hmm. my cousin he's really young I guess he's like maybe well maybe like um, 18, 19 I don't know I've forgotten how old he is but like recently when I was calling my family back home mm-hmm. um, I just ended up finding this like stuff going on at home and basically they found him with their girlfriend mm. and <laughs> he were, they were taking a walk somewhere far away <laughs> I love because that was funny. But then I was like, the reason why he's doing this is because you're gonna, like, he's not open. You know, I mean, okay, so we can debate about the whole thing of when people should date. But the fact of the matter is, people still do, even when our parents say don't, right? A particular age. Mm-hmm. But then, for me, I guess my second question would be, whose responsibility is it then to foster that relationship? And I get it that it's a two way thing. But I think the person with the upper hand in this case are the parents, mm-hmm. you know? Like, yeah. how many of us would be happy if a parent came to us and said, I genuinely care about you. How are you? Like, how how are you really? Talk to me. Open up. We would all be happy because then now we feel like we have a friend in our, in our parents. Whereas, like, as it is, normally it's like they're the parent and we're the... These are teachers as well back at school. You know, those, the ones that were just like really really uh, strict it, they are the teacher or the student just you do the learning they teach right but like i think for me i personally think it's the parents utmost yeah. duty to start that conversation to start that comfortable relationship we can only do so much as as, as children but i really think parents owe it to us to start that sometimes you never know if your parents are actually open just they're just scared to start the first step so you can try and test the waters yeah because but i really think um just yeah. to add on i think i've, I've really yeah, got too much you said and then like you've, you've pangered me one pang on the part yeah. where you say it's I f- you feel it's the parents <laughs> who are supposed to like initiate this thing because like okay to be honest it's like us yeah. yes we know we are young and then like we respect them so it would be weird if i was to go to them and start talking about something that i don't know that they'll be comfortable about she get like i don't i'm, I'm one person who doesn't, right. who doesn't like comparing things but like if you see in the western world mm-hmm. even in movies you mm-hmm. see that a youngster will just tell the parent like oh my boyfriend came or even the boyfriend even go to the same place you know Kondo Moon and I'm yeah. saying, like i'm taking your daughter out then the father will just come out and say be safe <laughs> you know bring her back safe you get like but here it's a right, different right. thing so i feel Mm-hmm. It's it's like, yeah, like I feel what you are saying, Rosa. It's supposed to be them to come to us and say, oh, you shouldn't be scared of me. Yeah. I think even certain things like that, 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 you can talk about them. Because like our couch has told us to say, we're supposed to respect our parents. And certain things are not supposed to be talked about. You right. get so, yeah, that's really a good point. Right. But small is the mouth, Charlie, you know. welcome back. We have seen you. Welcome back. Then after talking about that, guys, uh, there's also something that I want us to focus on, which is uh, um, what what are the consequences of us, you know, not having a good relationship with our parents, both ways. You get like, what are the consequences? Yeah, anyone who would like to go first. I think um, the first one is that. Uh, you start to combo other parents. Yeah, mm. yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's <laughs> 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 when, 
but you've seen someone's parents and like you know when somebody's talking about their parents like you know when you have to tell your friend about what what would what what can you say yeah. about that like what are the consequences of us not having a good relationship with our parents you agree with um i'm sorry i don't know his name but then what he said um, you really get to feel like your friend a good relationship with their parents and they can talk to their parents they can go to them when they talk about it you feel like a thing like hey, you agree with me nice oh, yeah <laughs> i i have thought that because i have thought that a couple of times because i have friends who have relationships that are different and then i feel like if i also had a relationship like that with my mom oh maybe things would have been different yeah like how are you serious you know oh, stuff yeah. like that it, it's really it's really hateful guys so and also it does affect how you relate with other people trust me it does where you grew up from how you were raised does affect how you relate with other people you you didn't see the love that and you won't show it the way other people will show it you are amazed you're like oh so this is how it is this is how other people do it <laughs> yeah thank you very much yes rosa what can you say also what are the consequences <laughs> of not having a good relationship with our parents yeah i love that you guys pointed out that it sets the president president like the i guess like the Mm-hmm. rubric whatever on how you love and how you you will be loved in the future for example like a father and daughter relationship right those fathers who take the initiative to to be present in their daughter's lives and teach them mm-hmm. how a man should treat them those daughters end up growing up and knowing what to look for in a man they know what kind of characteristics or whatever to look for in a person because it's like oh i need a guy like my dad treated me so i agree with you guys on that point the second one is i guess like you guess you get to miss out on the person that your parent is or your pa- the people your parents are because before our parents are parents they are human beings they are people with their own stories i think some of us before to if they said okay can you write a book about your parents you can only write so many things about who they are yet they have so many stories to tell on like who they are and where they come from and what it was like growing up for them so i think we get to miss out on knowing or meeting the people our parents are i think that's really a big thing because our parents are not just parents they are human beings they had a childhood they had a life before we became their children right so i think because i know sometimes mom would tell me about like her how going up and I'll just be mesmerized like wow really it just sounds like I'm meeting this person for the first time so I think you get to miss out on knowing the person behind like your parents and now in conclusion guys I have a question though so do you think that like economic status how rich or like I'm talking about like money wise right okay let's just be like let's think of like the extremes let's not be like there are exceptions I I mean there are exceptions But don't you think sometimes to some extent like economic status kind of like um stipulate like in Zambia especially stipulate how like a relationship between parents and like the children are to some extent like so 
I know I had like this friend that's like she came from like a really really rich 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 rich. For me, that's how I saw it. That's how my brain looked at it. Like she was pretty well to do, and like her mom was just so cool. Her mom would drop her to parties, like drop her to parties, go pick her up, mm-hmm. you know. And then for me, I was like, maybe that's another reason. Like maybe some people have the privilege to be exposed to different cultures, you know. Like they they get to learn how other people. How other cultures um, like raise their kids? So they just they are more open-minded, I would say, um, <laughs> on what it means to raise a child, even in like on the continent, like home. So do you think to some extent? But I know the exceptions. There's people who come from not well to do homes that like their parents are just ever present. So I've seen both extremes. So I wouldn't make that conclusion because I've seen both sides. So what do you guys think? Do you think? Like how well to do a family is, and they, like plays a role yeah, in the relationship. Yeah, I think um, just hold on to that, guys. Make sure you remember that question. So, um, Cecilia, something in the in the background is really a good point. Like we miss out on knowing our parents because like they're already old together, and then like any time soon they can go, they can die. But then how do I remember them? Like okay, I remember them as someone who used to shout at me. Is that gonna be good? No. So yeah, <clears throat> let me get into Cecilia's comment. So Cecilia says, "Finally, I've made decisions without including my mom. Although we are we are a civil and she's chilled, that I later found out she would have helped or done something about. I didn't know what she'd say about it." Yeah, let me read that again. Personally, I've made decisions without including my mom. Although we are chilled, oh, sorry. Although we are civil and she's chilled, that I later found out she would have helped or done something about it. I didn't know what she'd say about it. So she's basically trying to say, um, okay, but this is like okay, this is common like to everyone. I would also put myself in her shoe. Like there are certain decisions that we make on our own. You can like Zavichita. Maybe you are thinking if I tell them, they'll say no. And then you, you want to do it, you get so you tend to start doing things your own way, which is a very bad thing. Because like it's, it's, I think she's got a point. Because like it's one of um, the biggest, what can I say, biggest point in like uh, shaping the daily decisions that we make. And then like most of the times we get to mess up because we're afraid to talk to our parents about certain things. Like oh, can I get into a relationship? Or maybe what if so 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 happens? What can I do? Okay, so you you start making your own decisions, and then like we all know that uh, two brains is better than one. Yeah, and then if you can make a decision alone, then definitely to be it has no um what what do you say? For example, kabuza thing. Then when you should maybe that won't work. Well, what if you try this? What what criticism? Yeah. No one is criticizing me, so you can mess up at any point. So I feel you, Cecil. I don't know if there's anyone in the background who'd like to say something about her comment. I started, like I agree with with what Cecilia said. I think it all goes down to not knowing our parents for who they are as people. They are actually really cool people, but then again. Like I think, we just think that if we do things our way, it's I don't know, cause mm-hmm. we're just scared of what they would think, what they would say. 
so we don't want to give them the power to, to control us and so we just do do it anyways yeah and then because that oh okay at the end you'll be like mm. i don't know that can't see but mm, if i thought again away i think it's i, I think yeah. i was better off not telling her yeah. until you know later on so i think it's something yeah, of like yeah. the fear instilled in us like really it's just william they were trying to respect them now william okay and i often at his way up you get like you for you it's, it's like william but it's fear <laughs> yeah so now if i was to get to your question mm-hmm. now was what you said at the end of the day i feel it's also it's uh it's important like i've also noticed you find that the majority yeah? like good parents where they they are able to do you get like maybe it's it's a media average yeah? i don't know they want to do you know home like because because <coughs> okay i don't want to give this example like okay it's okay i can give it you find that most i've got, I've got friends you know like my rich friends with yeah and then and then them their lives are different like they don't get shouted at and then like that's also um that's also the part where you get to hear people saying ah bana mama yadi mama mama chiki you get mama they spoil them you know it's because they've got um <clears throat> a good relationship with their parents you get because that's the only way they can spoil you if they understand you and then like you are you are in good terms so i feel it's 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 also it's also a, what can i say I feel it's also it's also about money money maybe when I'm a pressure bad yeah, baba <laughs> so please don't go yeah, to the same I think when I'm going to my pressure drama no we no we no no man there yeah so I don't know but like that's what I feel like I, I feel like drama also plays a part in how parents you know relate with their children Okay, okay. Mm. Cecilia, what about my point? You only of you are yoffing me. Now, <laughs> so Cecilia says, Rosa, I think it does. There's an audio book I once read. Sorry, I've forgotten the title, but it went on to explain how financially stable parents know their rights because more or less they feel that money could buy them out of anything. They tell their children when going to the hospital to ask the doctor patients and not to be afraid. On the other hand, financially unstable families feel like they can't contribute anything to their children's education or something like that because they are scared of being called out on their shortcomings. I feel this is <laughs> okay. When you say Guramu to Cecilia, like on a serious, serious note, like she's she's making sense, like we've made sense because. Um like you've said what the book was saying like they know their rights like stable families know their rights you get like they've, they've read a lot of books eh? and then they're educated eh? so they know their rights like you've given an example of saying they'll tell you when to ask the doctor questions obviously they'll tell you don't fear him just ask him questions that's his duty you know to answer you about your health status and whatever whatever now like yeah unstable my pressure nchito no wino wino you know when i come here they should start talking to you props props at awe okay yeah, but like she says they're scared of my shortcomings you get like you might say something bad so 
yeah so it's open guys you can also say something about this but like i feel it's one of the biggest 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 reasons yeah i think i think the, the more kind of palace is amazing because like Mm. If you think about it, food, I think those people that are like financially stable, they usually mm. like plan for their children, right? They they know that there's this child coming in and like everything else is facilitated and like mentally, I feel like the biggest thing is that they're mentally ready to take care of the child. But then usually on the other hand, those that have uh, little to nothing, you know, they just find themselves in this situation. It's almost like they are basically like when you are building, you said. Hey, I am just seeing how you are putting my foot on the floor. Come on, come on. You are just seeing how you are putting my foot on the floor. Hey, come on, come on. You are just seeing how you are putting my foot on the floor. Hey, come on, come on. You are just seeing how you are putting my foot on the floor. Hey, come on, come on. You are just seeing how ハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハ
I feel Emmanuel, thank you very much for uh, your comments and guys if there's anyone who'd like to get in Emmanuel's comments what do you feel or what do you think about what he has said thank you very much Emmanuel, we wish you all the best just in case your battery dies eh? and then um, yeah you don't get to continue with us make sure that you hit us up uh, but <coughs> now okay I'll just type where you can find us on Facebook then we can continue interacting thank you very much anyone would like to go into the comment um he says the other change I, I like the fact that he says uh one day we're going to be parents as well and we the other change that we need to see that we want to see and that, that's very 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 true if there's a change that we have have to break then i don't see why not and maybe when we're parents as well we'll understand for sure and yeah we may want to do it in a different way and go another route and all that stuff but then we'll understand that this is what our parents did and why they did what they did but the fact that we've also seen another side where we've seen other people more of that we've seen it and then we're just like okay we don't want any of this we want change we may become better parents or so maybe better communication and create a bond with our children i think yeah but i hear what he's he says i hear him and yeah, i feel him on that we only get to understand when we become parents as well mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you very much, Catherine. Anybody else would like to also say something? Uh, yeah, I can just add on something pretty short. I totally agree with you, and I think parenting is one of the hardest things in the ever. Like, already as it is, our lives are so hard to maintain. Like, so <laughs> it's to be a parent. It's it's not uh, an easy job, and so. All we can just hope for, pray for, is that we can do our level best, you know? Because I think there's some things that our parents saw in their parents and like, I don't like this. But when they were parents, they realized maybe that was the only way that they could succeed as parents. A good example is this. So, if our parents liberate us, quote-unquote liberate us and make us feel like, tell me anything, you can talk to me about anything. Let's be specific, let's say relationships, right? You are a student, you are a high school that's a primary school and they're okay with you doing that i think what the biggest fear is to allow you and have you mess up and then blame themselves so they would rather not say anything and somehow just hope you don't do it you know and then yeah it plays out that way so i think if our person's like oh you know if you're talking about boys you're like, like in primary school you're in grade seven Talk me about boys, it's okay. They fear that that's them giving you power and it's just gonna lead you into making bad decisions. So to help themselves and protect themselves, they don't do that. And so to some extent, it plays out okay. I don't agree with everything, but I feel like for me, that fear is what has shaped me into who I am to some extent. I might have not liked it, but it's instilled yeah. some kind of values that I still use now. Like I know I'm like, oh, if I do this, like being away from home, like you guys have said since like 
grade eight, you are away from home. Like okay, now I'm like away, away from home. You sort of like use those same values you were taught to survive, right? Like okay, I really want to have fun. Like this sounds really lit, but do I really, like have to weigh things out? How my mom feel about this? Okay, not really good. So somehow those things that we might consider not the best values have helped us to be who we are today. But I think maybe just finding a balance. I think life is always about balance. So just finding a nice balance on like being some having some values. I think you can find a good balance. You know, you can be a parent that's like, no, this you cannot do. I think explaining things is what helps. Like, for example, you remember when we were young, you're like, "Mommy, I want this. I mm-hmm. want this too. I want this ice cream." A point, just saying, "Hey, look, there's needs and wants in this life. I cannot buy you this right now because it would mean you won't have a book for school or something." You understand as a child, not just saying, "No, no, no, you cannot have that." In my mind, I'm like, "You have the money. Just buy me this thing." Right, but then if you just explain to me, right? Look, here's this and that. You cannot have this because if you have this, you won't have that. Because otherwise, we'll also make our own mistakes and yeah. part of life. Hey, <coughs> that's yeah. definitely true. Maybe try to find a balance. So we are, we have come closer to uh, to yeah, we're coming closer to the end of the show. Let me also just get into another comment that Cecilia has for us. Thanks, Emmanuel, for pointing out that the wrongs we've seen in our experiences could be changed by us. It's a great opportunity to be peace. I think it's peace of peacemakers, and having this conversation right now has brought to light what those specific wrongs are. We've learned, and so we'll do better. <clears throat> so that's a positive uh, comment. Thank you very much, Cecilia. I feel, I feel you as well, like. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll also do better. But then, like, one last question that I'll pose to everyone is how, as youths, can we begin to build, you know, a good relationship with our parents? Just, you know, step by step. And then, yeah. <clears throat> how can we start? Um. I think uh, as youth, the first thing we have to realize is that um, it's okay to to cry out for help. It's okay to to open up. It's okay to be vulnerable. You know, these same small small things that we grow up telling ourselves that we shouldn't be doing. It's okay to be doing that because then it's in that way that you're going to have people around to help you. And I feel like it's the same thing with our parents. We don't have to lock them up. We have to bring them in because as much as you are trying to let them get to know you, uh, there's no point of you making that hard for them by locking them up. And like, of course, everybody has wars and everybody has like those things that we've all gone through and their stories and here and there. But then this thing should start bit by bit. And like the the more you let them in, the better they get to know you and the better they know how to respond to you because um, uh, it's that locking them out that that created that bar and so uh, taking that away would like bring everything back when we many events easy and like that's what uh, I think that's the first step we need to do. Just a first step from Kuchita Funko Kusebuka. I don't know if that's how they say it. 
Thank you very much, Ethan. That, uh, that is very clear. Jesse Cathy. Well, I, I think for me, I would say parents love to feel in control. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I've noticed. They like getting involved. They like being involved. So when you involve them, when you tell them about stuff, even the little, mm-hmm. you could never imagine. Even the smallest thing, like, oh, I saw my friend. They told me this. Mm-hmm. They like that kind of thing, you know, being in control. They give you the responsibility also to make your own decisions when they feel like you are involving them. So I feel like that's just mm. one thing that we can work on, you know, trying to involve them and letting them in. Mm. Kumasu kaksebe. Thank you very much, uh, <laughs> Jessica. Uh, before we, no, Rosa is still about. Yeah, before we go to Rosa, I feel, yeah like what you've said catherine that's really true like parents want to be engaged in everything and then like one thing i also don't understand but i've noticed this it's like our parents already have answers you get like if you ask them something or maybe a question it's like they already have an answer if it's a no it's a no you get and then there's also that part that i really don't like it's not telling you why you shouldn't do it you get like for example um i ask them oh maybe let's let's say for example i fail right they wanted me to get 90% and then I failed to get that. The only thing they would just say is whatever. You get like they can't encourage you. Like they can't understand what you're going through. You get like, oh, you didn't make it. But then maybe next time I'm trying to do this in a calm way. You get like for for them everything is about raising the boat. Why did you fail? Why is it like that? You get like that's also something. But um, eh, I'm George. Like they can't understand you and also push you and motivate you. Yeah, that's that's it. So Rosa, yes, you can also say something. <coughs> On the same token, guys, um, I really appreciate that you you know you said Funko That's the first most important thing. Mm. So on the same note, right? So what happens if? Because I know I have my aunt. You know my aunt. That woman, I mean, I think it also goes down to how she was raised and stuff. So what do you, what do you do in a situation where you want to open up and even if you know you can, but you're scared of the reaction that they will have afterwards. Like for example, then, but I know my aunt is a good example because she might, that day you open up to her, she's fine with it. Mm-hmm. And then they'll use it against mm-hmm. you. One day, like, mm-hmm. you know, in the future, like, oh, so I'm bad. Oh, that's why. <laughs> so I guess like knowing how do you do when that comes up like how do you deal with that because that's mm. that's true and it happens that's what keeps people from opening up the judgment afterward that's you know, why. the weight of that judgment that's why people won't open up so that's why but she's on who will come by friend when I brought when I brought that friend will come by that's why they say that's why <laughs> so what that's do you why do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's why. <laughs> yeah. So it's okay. So how how do you deal with that then? Like uh, knowing that you want to open up, but like the fear of that being used <laughs> against you, or the fear of things backsliding, going the opposite way. So do you just open up and just do it anyways to liberate yourself, or do you not just do it for fear of that? 
know. And that happens with even like the nice parents, like just in general, parents can be like that. You think one day your yeah, best friend, then they will use them like, mm-hmm, oh you, I mean, oh you, you come saying. That's why I'm not saying that stuff. I mean, if this, eh, when I go out, I do tell everybody, everyone should come here. You didn't pass. But yeah, that's that's very true. I feel our parents are very like difficult because like I'll give you an example. Since you are seeking for help, like how do you react after that? Because that's why I'm using a phone here. I feel the best thing to do there is you don't answer them because. So you'd try to chill first and then maybe follow her later or follow him later. And then you go, you go tell them like, oh, but this can come out in two ways. He said, was a good one. So come at the name of my own at the phone. Oh, was a good one. But then, like, it's really hard <laughs> to talk to our parents. Again, like I feel it's it's it. Now I'm thinking about mm-hmm. this. Like I'll find a way on how maybe I can get parents into like saying something about this topic. Again, like we hear from them. Maybe they've got. Mm-hmm, I'm sure oh, they've, really they've nice. got their own reasons. Just like we have our own reasons. Like why we do certain things and then like how we can come mm-hmm. together. So <clears throat> yeah, that's 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 what I can say. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. About what was uh, said, like how do you react after a cookie pill? I want to cook. All right, see if you have something Kulandapo, you can tell quickly, quickly, but then um, it has been <coughs> we've come to the end of our service for today. Like, you guys have been great, thank you very much for taking part in. ZCVYP. Make sure that you follow us on my Facebook if you haven't yet on Instagram. And then, like, we still we're still talking about this topic. I still need to get other views from fuel demand. So, thank you very much, guys, for taking part. Uh, let's keep it that way. Mm-hmm. Thank you for inviting me to. <laughs> I've been I've been enriched actually to be honest. Hearing everybody speak, I didn't feel it really about this in the end. I thought I was the one that was being genuinely affected in this. In a degree that I really really wanted to talk about it, but then seeing that we have so many like minds uh, in very uh, uplifting. Thank you very much, Mr. Ethan Kanto. Jesse. Jesse Faith, oh, Jesse Jesse Kathy, if you have something to say, yeah. Oh, I feel You feel like Kudwala. <laughs> yeah, okay, as, we, as she is reconnecting, uh, Cecilia says it's really scary, so maybe we can tell them some and keep some. <laughs> And do you say our mind? Mm-hmm. Catherine, you're back? Mm-hmm. Um, that's uh, too bad, but like uh, at least you were involving. Uh, anyway, uh, thank you very much, guys, once again. Thank you so much. This really made my night and opened my eyes. Thanks for the invitation and everyone here. This was an intellectual therapy I needed. 
thank you very much Cecilia. i'm so happy that you guys came through it is what it is and always be what will be let's keep it that way ladies and gentlemen it has been yours your host gift this role check me out on insta this row 127 it has been yours guys Thank you so much this really made my night I want to ask thanks for Yeah, I think you have a